Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. Old School. I want to appreciate it. I want to send uh, thanks to uh, Greg Smith. Give him a follow, too, man. He's funny. Uh, he does a good job of, uh, you know, obviously covering sports and has good good perspective. So he's on Twitter. Uh, I think it's Greg Smith Rivals. Um, I will look it up right now. Austin, if you can beat me to it. I'm not very techie, but. Uh, yep, Greg Smith Rivals. Greg Smith look Rivals. You. You, yeah, know it. See? you don't need to I, I know, who I'm, I know you my your boy. homework. You know. Listen, You're about it. Yeah, I know what my boy is, man. Um, but good. I want to appreciate Greg for coming on. Like I said, we're trying to uh, put the pressure on Jake so we can have him on uh, every week, man, or at least every you know a couple weeks. So um, we're in it, man. It's the second. It's the the first practice day. They call it a bloody Tuesday for the uh, Michigan week. They're four and zero. You know they come in and run a defense similar to Nebraska in a four two five. Told you about the two players that uh, I thought Nebraska needed to fixate on to try to uh, eliminate. Um, I think the really big matchup, which I think Nebraska feels very comfortable with, is out on the outside as far as Cornelius Johnson, Roman Wilson against Hartzog and uh, Newsom, right? Mm-hmm. They played it. They, look, they played against them before. There's no fair dodge. It's not some new guy. They just got to go out there and beat them, right, or out, outperform them. I think that's going to be huge. The ability for Nebraska to lock up man-to-man or play aggressive matchup zones to confuse J.J. McCarthy, but then also have him in positions where he has to either force the ball, where you're able to make plays on the ball, but then also if they do catch it, we got to eliminate the, the run after catch. That's going to be huge, a tell-all, right, because we're going to you know, not sell out against the run. Ideally, you like to play against the run. And then defensively, how that interior of the, our offensive line, which has struggled at times, but then played decent at times, how do they play as a unit? against Mason Graham, who's a big old sophomore, 55, and Chris Jenkins, who is a dude in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Grant comes off the bench. He's not as good as them, obviously. Chris Jenkins, a potential All-American, is going to be highly drafted. Handling those two. I think on the edges, you can kind of chip block them with the tight end, big, 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 mm-hmm. big lineup with Teddy Prohaska. You can, uh, you know, Josiah Stewart, like you mentioned, Jalen Harrell, and Braden McGregor. Uh, can be handled. They're not obviously Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson as at least not, not yet. Not pay. Right now, the guy in the middle, middle, Junior Colson, who's a junior, potentially could come out early. Uh, is is a tackling machine, um, along with Michael Barrett, who's a graduate. So they brought him back, senior laden defense, older version of defense. Behind him is Ernest Houseman, and mm-hmm. I was able. I watched a couple games in Michigan. He's playing pretty decent plays, and he's making plays, man. Thirty he's tackles. Yeah, he's active. Had a real big game to kind of up that tackle uh, number, but it, they put him in there early. He was in there; he's in there every game, and you know, you know, by the second quarter, so you know he's doing well. I was able to ask Chris Jenkins about him. They said he's gotten bigger and stronger. He looks quicker, um, so I think he's transitioned there, and so I'm sure he's excited to come back and play in front of his 
you know, family and, and friends here. You know, I don't think there was any animosity. I think he just, you know, he, I, I, I can't speak for him. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he was very married to the previous staff. He played well enough. You can't pass up an opportunity to go to Michigan wants you. Yeah, yeah Michigan. They're number two in the nation. Great players. You know, you're thinking about the future. It's a good Business place. Decision yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So you can't fault them for that. Their defensive backs are good. Uh, the nickelback, I think, is a special player. Um, Will Johnson, I think, is a lockdown quarter. Uh, Josh Wallace is good, but Will Will Johnson to me is pretty good. Is really good. Rod Moore and Makari Page. These are all Michigan players, man. They come up and hit you. Uh, Keyshawn Harris is a pretty good player. Uh, re- really old. You got to think the boundary corner. You got a senior that's a transfer in and a graduate. Mm-hmm. There's not much they hadn't seen, so you're not going to trick them. You just got to go beat them. And I think one of the things that you could do against this Michigan team, um, and I want to ask you about this, Austin, whether it's Harburg or Sims um, or any, any, I mean, just offensive, you know, identity is all. Mm-hmm. You can still come out in 12 personnel. Um, or if you come out in 13, per, they don't really have three tight ends, but you come out in 12 personnel. And you can do a lot of, I, I, I would encourage, the splits to be wider. We want to loosen that defense up horizontally to kind of create some uh, mismatches across the middle. Um, then you can really have a good picture where number zero is. Um, or then when you're in 12 personnel and you motion out the running back or align him wide, you can kind of hopefully have one of their corners guard a running back, move some guys inside, Billy Kemp and everywhere, get some favorable matchups. But then also it will allow you to run the quarterback run game with less traffic, right? Mm. They can't stay in their four-two-five if you're in if you're in five wides. Doesn't matter the personnel, and also if you have twelve personnel and and hit them with it, they're going to have a bigger unit in there. They might be in four-three, they or they might stay in their four-two-five, or they might have one of their defensive ends flex out and, and drop, and they go to a three-man front, something that they're not used to doing. Mm-hmm. But then off of that, it just can't be quarterback run. It has to be controlled passing game with also the capabilities of taking a shot. Then you can get back into running some quarterback run option and whatever you have to do of your play action game to keep them on their heels. And um, it's going to come down. Now game plan is going to be huge. Um, I don't know if they have that. In it. That's just for me, a defensive side. What do you think based on what you've seen from Michigan and what you've seen from Nebraska? You think that's a good idea or not? For the Michigan defense or for the Nebraska? For defense? Nebraska offense to kind of, Oh, yeah. Spread them out. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is that Nebraska is not going to have an advantage in every matchup. Right. But Nebraska is going to have an advantage on every play. Right. That's how it works. That's on Marcus Satterfield to scheme up. It's on Heinrich Harburg to identify. And it's on whoever that player is with the advantage to take that advantage and run with it. Right. I don't think Nebraska's nasty enough. I don't think Nebraska is strong enough to consistently line up in 12 or even 22, if yeah, you want to pull back in there. Ahead, yeah. I don't think Nebraska's good enough for that. I think you have to, I, I know I'm getting to say this because DP's gone. You don't have to get cute, but you do have to change things up a little bit. Sure. Keep them off balance, like you've yeah. been saying. Um, You can get two tight ends on the field. Keep one in line, flex Fedoni. Yep. Keep Fedoni in line, flex Borkature, just for right. a different look, even if he's just a decoy. But there will be an advantage for Nebraska somewhere on every play. You just got to take advantage of enough of those opportunities, right. however it is that you get them. Yeah, I think with their defensive line, obviously very very physical and mm-hmm. obviously big and fast and strong, having them 
rush the passer, get out of the stack, chase guys. If you're able to get some run after the catch yards, will wear them down to level the playing field so you can get into your power running game. It's it, this isn't actually cute. This is actually playing football. Mm-hmm. This is actually leveling the playing field. So here, here's an example that I that I obviously saw firsthand because essentially I played against Peyton Manning and the Colts, which you, you you draw a bad you draw that's like like a bad draw because <laughs> Peyton Manning ain't gonna just throw interceptions. So that's twice a Not year. Not till he's forty years old, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's twice a year. You ain't you ain't like if I was playing against these dudes, like you know. These, well, he went from Tom to Peyton. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was that's the thing we're playing Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Four times a year for our, for my first four years. You're not getting a lot of freebies, right? No. Um, and then, you you know, then we played against Mark Brunel and all that. You're not getting any of that. Then you had Steve McNair. You're not, you know, mm-hmm. the quarterback play in the AFC South was a lot better than it is now. I didn't get to play against a David Carr or something <laughs> like that. But, you know, the thing is, is, is when you talk about not being cute but playing football, you have to understand where you're at and then also find a way – to work around your weaknesses. And mm-hmm. so one team I'll talk about, quite frankly, is the Colts, right? So when you look at the Colts when they were winning, you know, when they first took over the league, they invested heavily into their skill position around Manning, right? You had mm-hmm. Edron James, um, obviously Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, multiple tight ends, which they didn't invest in, but they end up found them. And then they paid him. Austin Colley, right, the yeah, Stokely type right. guy. And then you mm-hmm. had my man. 44, as I always say, the <laughs> fastest white dude I ever seen in my life, man. I still have nightmare. Dallas Clark, where are you? Bro, <laughs> I was on my horse. My man was gaining speed. I was like, dang, you know what I mean, bro? I, was like, I thought I could run a little bit. I ain't, I'm not even close to this dude. Yeah, Dallas Clark, before that, yeah, Kent, uh, Kent Dilger, right? So they always had skill position. Their offensive line, you got to think Jeff Saturday was a luck. He was a free agent. So they mm-hmm. didn't even, so they can't take credit. They just My gave, boy Tarek Glenn. Tarek, bad body Tarek Glenn, right? But played, but he, if he had to set pass pro against Bruce Smith and drop back, he'd kill him. But in this, in their system, they worked around it. You got to think, yes, Jeff Saturday is a Hall of Famer and he, with the Colts. The Colts just gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Peyton Manning was looking for him. He just actually was free because he was a street free agent so he was cheap but then he actually ended up being good because Jeff Saturday actually was good in college mm-hmm. so it's kind of like Tom Brady like you didn't pick Tom Brady in the sixth round you didn't really do nothing you just all right <laughs> this dude's good we can get him in the sixth round right um Zach Thomas the same way you sure. know you got a hall of famer because you were the one that just picked him because he was too good not to pick but what the Colts did right is they created an offensive system that leveled the playing field from offensive st- offensive line standpoint with skill position guys. You got to mm-hmm. think Brandon Stokely um, and Gonzalez were in the slot. So you got guys that can run. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And catch. Then you got the tight end. Edron James is, is out of the backfield. 
and what's to do Dominic Rhodes and all those guys, Dominic right? Rhodes, Joseph Adai. Right, Joseph. So all those guys put stress on a defense and then the splits are wide. And so you just can't. So for the Colts, when they run their inside outside zone, they could be physical without having to be physical. That's mm-hmm. what Nebraska has to do. Find a way to work around where you're deficient and highlight some of the players. Now, granted, we don't have anybody over there close to anybody <laughs> we're saying. What I'm saying is, to for our point, is it can be done. And it's not cute because yeah. the Colts weren't cute. Now, when the Colts needed to run, they could run. But guess what they had? They had linemen that were more athletic and quick, not overly physically power you over, mm-hmm. or overpower you, but could get on you. And all when you got Edron James, Joseph Adai, Dominic Rhodes, and whoever else they get, it's just one, hey, stick your foot in the ground and go. And then if you get Peyton Manning in the second and five, you might as well just say, look, dude, let's start over first down. <laughs> so right. that's how you create an and then then guess what? They run that China route, boom, touchdown, then you're mad. And so that's what you can do to keep a team in a big physical defense like Michigan off kilter. And you have to do that in order to, one, put yourself in the best position to win the game, but then also keep them off balance. If Nebraska just tries to run it straight at Michigan without trying to find an advantage, it's not going to work. And even if they're trying to be quote-unquote physical, it's not going to hit, right? The, the hits that you've talked about, you feel the most, you remember the most, yeah. or when you're looking somewhere else, you get hit from the other side. Right. If you're pinning and pulling, if you're getting to that second level quicker than expected, Maybe you're not hitting as hard as Michigan would hit you, but you're hitting them in a different time, right. in a different place, keeping them off balance, which which is absolutely huge. The problem that I, I know you see, I know everyone sees, is Nebraska had to do a lot more max protect stuff against Louisiana Tech. Than you'd like. And then you only have one or two guys out yeah. on a pattern. Right. Nebraska's not good enough on the line to send four out consistently, right. sure. but Nebraska's also not athletic enough to let one or two guys out wide go make right. a play. So it's a, it's a good mix, and it's got to be timing of the so calls. So find it. Yes, find it's that gotta time. Be, it's got to be timing of the calls. you got to set those calls up. <laughs> you got to be very diligent on, you know, who you have in there because sometimes you can have certain protections with certain guys in there. So you have you got to be on it. <laughs> um, now, defensively, here's what, pe- here's what you can appreciate about Michigan. They'll run 13 personnel, 22 personnel, so what they do is, here's what, and in, in, always implore fans to watch the game a different way. Now, I've been blessed to play, so I'll watch it differently. So how Michigan creates explosive plays to the run game is they condense the formation, but then they, they the plays are set up to hit on the edge, so they got to make one guy miss or one, or one guy out of position or you know, the running back makes a great play. They trust their dude to be better than the other. Right, and then once he gets to the second level, he is – trained or it's assumed that he's going to make a miss and they have enough speed to take it to the house. They block well out on the edges Mm -hmm. and then they go to what they've done more this year is try to go for the juggler and be an explosive in the passing game. Now what hasn't happened is JJ McCarthy just make the seamless transition from the, how well he played last year. Now, granted teams have more film on him now. Mm Mm-hmm. Teams have more film on Michigan. But it doesn't matter how much film you have on a guy. You don't throw three picks against Bowling Green. That's what I was just about to say. So that's either a lack of the the big dog not being there, Jim Harbaugh. The Also, they had multiple coaches suspended from some things on uh, offseason. Mm-hmm. So you even had the offensive the coordinator mm-hmm. suspended, but then at one time being the head coach. So that's taken away from him. So it, it was a lot for them internally. They were able to you know fight through it and, and end up playing well.
Um, but he will give you opportunities to, uh, you know, get some interceptions and make plays. And if you do that, get hands on the ball, and, and, and if you're rallying to the ball, create a, uh, a cause fumble, you can dictate the pace of the game. But you, in order to do that, you have to play discipline and sound against the run. Michigan is a good running team. They're going to get yards. They're going to hit a run. But you can't let them continue bludgeoning you early in the game and often. And then, therefore, you're always playing you know, on your heels. So you got to dictate the pace. we got to tackle well. Uh, we got a swarm and gang tackle, so we got to have a really good day with our linebackers and and uh, inside secondary guys, and they, you know, and then obviously special teams. I think it needs to be our most complete game from all four phases. That's kicking, punting, and both punt return and kick return units mm. to give us an advantage. We got to win special teams if we can break even or win defense. We're sitting in a position to pull an upset, and then obviously it'd be a signature victory victory in just in five games from that rule. It can be done. Um, yeah, you need some stuff to go your way, but it's not such a big deal or big get that it's like, you know, your Youngstown State playing Ohio State. Right. You know, you have App some State talent. Michigan right. back got, in the day. I mean, it's no. gonna it's it's gonna come down to you know a few few plays. You know, whether they come earlier and you know before or after half, it's gonna dictate you know how this game uh, ends. And so it's it's a great opportunity. Like we mentioned before, they have nothing to lose, uh, everything to gain. So even if you have your bloody Tuesday, you should be out there feeling free. I mean, these are the games that where you should be, you, should, you know, if you want to be, if if you want to be, uh, let's just say everybody has respect, but if you want to be respected, like through the guys, you got to show up in games like this. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can, I'm telling you, for the guys that are supposed to be the guys. Your single I, digits. The, the single digits. The guys that have been around and played in these games that, that you've heard and seen on social media and everybody assumes that they're, you know, they're, they're good. And some of them play good. All of you guys got to play well. Not, it's, it's, it's not only for yourself, for your family, but also for the program and the team to give your team the best chance to win. And if you go out there and play close to what you – because you're never going to play perfect. You play close to what your goals are. Say you had goals of, okay, we're going to hold Michigan to under four yards of carry and so many yards and so many third down percentage and you know the defensive goals and offensive goals if you hit you know just say like seven out of ten or whatever and you still lose you get in your car and you and you go home not not that you're okay with losing you're like look we just got beat Mm -hmm. don't get in your car by beating yourself and then see where you're at because that's the that's the only and this is what this is what's interesting and you see this a lot sometimes in basketball and that's why i always look at teams weird, especially in the playoffs, mm-hmm. where they're okay with getting blown out, mm-hmm. right? See, you get blown out and you get destroyed and annihilated, that they, that will have residual effects. But if, you, if you're playing against a team and say, like, you know, you, you see when Golden State, they're hitting everything, nothing you can do, right? You have to approach this game in, in all levels that you, you can win this game, prepare to win this game, because this is the only way you're going to be able to measure yourself mm-hmm. as a coach, as an assistant, as a administrator, as a analyst or whatever, all you know, they got 50 million people over there or, and then as a player, because if you don't, you don't know where you're at. Mm-hmm. And then therefore you can't even get, you can't even address anything for the rest of the season, let alone in the off season, you can't individually and collectively. So this is why that's the only pressure you should, you should have. 
just like you said yesterday, they're just men. Right. They're, they're college kids too. Right. I, I would say this too. The numbers, whatever numbers you want to look at, some of them will say, yeah, Michigan's absolutely earned being number two. They're they're close to what we thought they would right. be. Other numbers have them average. Yeah. yeah. Like again, top twelve, top fifteen, which is still better than Nebraska. Right. But not unassailable. Right. And that's to me, Jay, where if the numbers are telling me different things, I'm going to go back to the eye test. Yeah. And that's for all the, I think, deserved hype that Michigan got in this offseason. They're not backing it up to me. Right. So either they're gettable or they're due. Mm-hmm. If I'm Nebraska, I'm approaching it like they're gettable. They have holes. They have flaws. They're not burying teams no. necessarily. There, there are some chinks in the armor that you can exploit. Figure out what those are. Go at it mercilessly. Yeah. mercilessly. yeah, you got to. And And you know, really, when you think about a roster. Now you pull up the roster. It's, it's a real, I would say a really good roster. Mm-hmm. And you got a lot of guys returning, but a lot of guys that are starting, which also tells me a lot. And the first guys off the bench. So their backups or and ors are transfers. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know when you talk about development and roster, it wasn't as good as people think they had to really hit the transfer portal hard. Now granted they're receiving calls maybe from upper echelon transfers. As we knew, you know, one was Ernest Houseman. It was highly thought of. But it also lets you know where they're at as a program. Internally. Internally. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're seeing a little bit of less killer instinct and stuff like that because these guys are just getting there. So they don't know the quote-unquote Michigan way or what they've done to, to you know be successful. That's part of college football. But it also lets you know the reality of it. You're not playing a joke. There's not a team this year in any conference that's a that that you know that is the most dominant it's not like when it's not like alabama if you or like you know the first georgia team or like clemson Mm -hmm. when they had deshaun watson or even trevor yeah or joe burrow lsu yeah no no you 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 don't have those Mm -mm. so that doesn't mean that they're not great teams and there's separation between the the nebraskas and them but what it's telling you is you go in there and you play your game then you can you don't want to ask the question why hasn't Nebraska had that victory out of nowhere on the map? Kind of like Colorado against TCU when you go in there like, whoa, these dudes are good. Mm-hmm. Well, that lets you know this is an opportunity to do it. And so that's the great thing about sports. There's always opportunity. You got to go take it. Uh, we're going to take a take a break and then a quick segment seeing to send you guys off on this Tuesday. Jay Foreman, Austin, we'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.